Green Cross, have got an experience you won't forget. Award-winning products. They got this year's Cannabis Cup-winning products, too. Right now, they're giving the DNVR fam $5 off your purchase of $25 or more if you mention this ad. These guys have everything you need. Seasoned sales associates, too, so great shopping experience. Not to mention they have everyday low prices on in-house products. $99 pre-packed ounces, V3 hash oil, bulk deals, five cartridges for $100. If you don't have cash, that's fine. Mile High Green Cross accepts Hyper. And how long are you going to spend in Mile High Green Cross? Nine, Nine minutes. minutes. Nine, Nine minutes. minutes. You got stuff to do. Conveniently located at Ninth and Broadway. Check them out today. Welcome in, everybody, to the Winner's Lounge. Uh, 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 uh. Burr, 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 burr. The oh, Winner's well, Lounge here at DNBR HQ. I am, of course, your host, Adam Matas. I'm joined by Brendan Vogt. Season's greetings. Harrison Wind. Season's greetings. I like that. Thank you. I like that. Is it, oh, because of the Serbian holiday. Uh, no, because yeah. it's always a season. Oh, okay. It's always applicable. Eric Weedham, you know him as D-Line Co. That's right. Uh, yep. And we are presented today by Illegal Pete's. Illegal Pete's. Illegal Pete's. You know um, what I like about Illegal Pete's? Everything. The burritos, the beer, the ambiance, the yeah. price, the No, no, no. You, you know what the right answer is? That The stir. All the other places. <laughs> yes. No, no, they, no. Will no create, this is an important point. I'm glad you're bringing it up. All the other places can create the same West Coast style burrito. Okay. Is that but what they do, called? West but Coast they do it with such little care. They'll just throw the ingredients on one after yeah. the next, and then you'll get a bite of pure cheese or <laughs> yeah. pure uh, yeah. sour cream. But Illegal Pete's takes the next step, and they stir it for you so that you get an, a so homogenous bite. So thoughtful. Yeah. Homogenous Are you ready? Bite. Are you ready for a really hot take? Let's bring it. This is the least surprising food hot take. I don't like the I don't like the mix. You don't, don't like the stir. They don't have to stir it for you. Like you could get it. I, I like taking the bite and it's like ooh tomatoes this time. What? <laughs> that's not that's, like, that's a not weird a, ass take. That's, that's, that's not a hot that take. A that's a terrible take. That's yeah. a horrible take. That's just a bad food take in general. <laughs> right. I've got that, that's fellow, a take when you've been eating way too much Chipotle for way yeah. too long. I've got You're some fellow, accustomed to it now. <laughs> no, I'm a legal pizza guy. I look. There's some people out there. There are dozens of us out there that the, are anti-stir. That don't like the homogenized. We're the, the silent majority, really. Um, a lot I, of us I, afraid to come out as non-stirs. I think you're the silent minority. <laughs> I, I think not only are you quiet, but you're well, well lower in numbers. Well, you know who is the loud majority of the Nuggets points tonight? God, that was so good. That was so not sweet. Wow. Was Unbelievable. Not good. It's only a matter of time before I collect my Emmy. My Emmy. Um, allowed oh, wow. 47 points tonight. Nika Jokic. Oh, baby. He upped his career high by just a little bit. I wanted him to go for a 50-burger. I was a little disappointed. But 47 points tonight. Jokic was on one. That was a, that was a toss to you guys. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to get, like, Periscope. No, this was a masterful performance from Nikola Jokic. Absolutely dominant. Came right out of the gate just demanding the ball in the post. Absolutely pummeling every Hawks big man inside. Did it from inside, did it from outside. It was so under control, I felt like, the entire game. You know what it felt like to me was, I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to wait to see if the offense has it, if we're playing the right way, if they need me in the fourth. Like, let's yeah. let's go out now and put my mark on this game and get us a lead. Yeah, plus he was shooting a lot of mid-range shots, which he doesn't normally do when he scores a lot. I mean, he, he shoots them a lot, but, I mean, that was in the third quarter, the second quarter. Like, he well, shot what, hap lot. what happened in the second half was he stopped getting the ball on the block. Yeah. He, a he shot a couple threes in the third quarter, then got a couple nice post-ups in, in, in the fourth when he kind of finished them off. But in the first quarter, he was getting the ball in great position, I thought. But that Denver did get away from that a little bit after halftime. Well, here's the difference in the game tonight. So he shoots the three ball well, especially early on, right? So he goes four of eight, right. takes eight three-pointers, which is a lot. He's not going to shoot eight three-pointers all the time. Yeah. But he was knocking them down tonight. Gets to the line 16 times. 16. This, this is 11 of 16. He actually didn't shoot the ball that yeah. great from the foul line. Gets to the line. This is the difference between Jokic being a 20-point-per-game score and a 25-point-per-game score. Mm. He's not going to always score 47. But he just doesn't shoot free throws. But him in the post lately, and this isn't 
Today, I think, was the best example of it, in part because Atlanta just didn't have anybody that could guard him. Oh, yeah. but this- Bruno Fernando? No match? <laughs> not, so, not so much. But <laughs> That he- was a Google job for your boy. <laughs> <laughs> but he was attacking. It wasn't that he was shooting jump hooks. He was going at him, and yeah. guys were getting frustrated. I mean, Atlanta was very frustrated with Jokic tonight, like, oh, flopping this or that. But you know what? He's just so crafty. He knows how to get you off balance, and then he would attack the body. And if Jokic can can draw that piece out of his game, to me it's going to make a big difference for the Nuggets. I think you just described pretty accurately James Harden's game. <laughs> well, and then you've, that's, but that, I guess that's what you want to add. If, if, you're, if you're smart enough to be able to do it, if you can. It's, it's different in the post, though, because Jokic is a finesse player, and I think sometimes when you're a finesse player, you're always looking to go away from contact. And I think for a player like Jokic who's strong, I mean, people always talk about his body, but he's a very strong guy. Mm-hmm. Use that top 10 strongest players in the league. He needs to be a little bit of Powell, a little bit of Shaq. And tonight he channeled a lot of Shaq, and he just kept going right into the body again. Up over through, right? Right right through, right into him. Something else about Jokic's night, which you were kind of hitting on, they brought doubles, Atlanta did. But Jokic was so decisive in the post, he, like, attacked right when he got the ball. A lot of times he attacked before the double even got there. And that's kind of been something we've always watched with him, like, because we know he's going to get the double. Does he go quickly or wait for that double to get there and then pass the ball out? He was going quick tonight, I thought. Yeah, he was incredible. I mean, 47. I am. Are you guys disappointed at all he didn't get 50? I mean, 100%. 50, 50, he could have. I yeah. Mean, the game kind of got away from the Hawks, so there wasn't a lot of urgency there. But there is something, too. You know, Carmelo Anthony's career high is 51. <laughs> he has scored 50, I think, three times or two times and 51 one time. So he's three times he's gotten to the 50-point mark something cool about matching that i also just love the idea of a guy who's known for his playmaking dropping 50 yeah right the, the passive guy who's not aggressive doesn't shoot enough not much of an alpha he's he's a pass first guy but he's just low-key by the way and i can drop 50 what would you done if Jokic launched for 50 at the buzzer a la jamal murray i would have i would have liked it for one reason Vince Carter was John Adam for some yeah. inexplicable reason. So just a little like F you at the I end. Would have been great. Seen Vince Carter kick a ball into the stands. Oh yes, that would have been so good. <laughs> no, I would cool, feel uh, so sheepish. Cool hand Luke on the uh, chat asked, "Why does Vince Carter hate Jokic?" I don't know, dude. Can you imagine <laughs> if Vince Carter was yelling at you? I would feel so bad. Really? Vince Carter, I, I love do? him, but he probably should retire. He's oh, a little wow. washed. He's a little hey, washed. Hey, keep getting them checks, <laughs> Don't tell man. Gary Harris that. Drive Ooh. to the rim. D9. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Do you guys want to see Jokic go, like, he's not going to score 47 every night, but do you want this level of aggressiveness from Jokic every single night, or do you think it was a little bit how they were guarding him that he decided to I want to it, it when the Nuggets need it. Yeah. I yeah. want it when they need it, and they needed it tonight. Do they need it more than, than he gives it? <laughs> but the, the, the well, thing about this is that he was – as far as plus minus is concerned, and we can talk about That's how an analytical fantasy. As we can talk about whether or not how much that matters, but I mean, he analytical was he, he was fantasy. he was a plus zero. He was After a plus score, zero. He, he was score, also a minus zero. For, yeah, first <laughs> scoring forty-seven points that says that he wasn't having maybe the impact on the imp- offense outside of just putting it in the basket. The only thing I would say though, and it's kind of a chicken and egg thing, because Yoke came out aggressive early, but it didn't look like they were playing the right way tonight. The ball was not popping. There were not a lot of cuts. Barton played well. Jokic played well. And so there is sometimes it's like, yeah, you do want to build good habits, but you also just want to get out of Atlanta with a win. And it's Bruno and it's Alex Len. Did I say that right? Bruno? <laughs> Bruno Sle- Fernando? Fernando. Yeah, one of like, two Brunos in the league. Sometimes you're like, okay. Who's the other one? Bruno Caboclo? Uh, is he that in the league still? I think he's in the league still. He might not be But I do think anymore. like general, G League, league, same thing. General rule of thumb for first team All-NBA guys, if a guy named Bruno is guarding you, yeah, go you for third. Go for it. Yeah. Bruno, what is a Bruno? Bruno's good at soccer. Bruno's very good. Kidding? He's yeah. incredible at, at, at salsa. I guess this is Bruno Mars. I'm thinking. Of. Are you, are you just specifically thinking. <laughs> of you Bruno just Mars? described a Bruno. <laughs> I'm just thinking a of Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, oh yeah, there's another, another <laughs> famous Bruno. Wow, Bruno Fernando is like the fourth famous Bruno. That's pretty pretty yeah. high up there. No, I mean this was like this was. I don't I don't want to say it was a must win for Denver, but this was it a was. This it was, was a, a much must not lose much needed win. <laughs> yeah. This was a much needed win in a place where Denver has historically not played well against a player that Denver has historically had trouble guarding and kind of an archetype of player the Nuggets really struggle guarding Um, so in that respect I mean it was a win (laughs) I think there has been an awakening with Yoke and we've seen it and we've been kind of like talking about the different angles of it but here's a new one Yoke was really aggressive tonight and I do think that Jokic's preferred style of play is quarterback where he, he's just kind of – the offense is flowing through him. 
But, you know, that that's just – it's been so hit or miss, largely missed this mm-hmm. year that I do wonder if over this last three weeks there's been a bit of a shifting gears for Jokic where he's like, okay, I got to start putting up some points. You know what I mean? Like not giving up hope on the idea that the ball's ever going to get popping again, but just more of a like, well, this is what we're doing, so I'm going to do it as well as I can. Yeah, there is something to that. Okay, I, I accept that this won't be what I want it to be. But I can still contribute to winning. I don't have to check out. And, and it, oddly enough, maybe there's a way that y- this new aggressive version of Jokic will actually open the door for to get the ball popping later on. Like right now, teams I think kind of dare Jokic to do this. Mm-hmm. And oh, if yeah. he does it a bunch of times, like okay, well now we got a double, oh, yeah. and now you can get everything moving. Right. Absolutely. Right. At the end of the game, when Jamal Murray was just finding in a wide open lane yeah. because Alex Len was out at the elbow. Great point. Because he, he had to. You had to honor Jokic, and Jokic was just floating around the outside. So, absolutely. Hell yeah, Eric. Yeah, sweet take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric made a point, everybody. That's the right. design yeah. guy. I mean, a point that you, that you didn't uh, roll your eyes at. I'm just saying. <laughs> <all the> <laughs> yeah. You know who was also pretty awesome tonight? The birthday boy. Will Barton, the third of his name, the baby. The third of his name. 28 <laughs> points, nine rebounds, five assists. He was. He was Jokic tonight. The, yeah, I just want to say man. it's his birthday and he's in Atlanta. The parts of last night that he can't remember are better than any part of my life that I will ever live. <laughs> what about tonight? And file away. Are they? Oh yeah, tonight's to... the night probably. Right? Well, wait, are, do they? Do, when do they play next? On Wednesday against yeah, they're the Mavericks. Gonna, yeah, they'll, they'll stay in Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, you're right. No. Oh. So, oh, my so there are goodness. some NBA cities out there where teams stay the night, and it's just kind of assumed you stay the night in LA, Atlanta. New York, Chicago's one of them too. I think Phoenix, oddly enough, is NBA players love Phoenix. It's nice I wa- and warm. Miami. I wonder if Atlanta's one too. Man, Houston's you- one, I believe. Sometimes, dude. If maybe. you see Will Barton at the club tonight, send me a video. Oh my god! <laughs> Actually, don't. Actually, don't. Don't, don't yeah. send. I think Will Barton and Nikola Jokic combined for. Are you doing math? <laughs> Seventy-five. Seventy-five. I was trying to find the tweet. <laughs> Seventy-five <laughs> of one twenty-three. Wow. It's actually. This was a very weird box score if you look at it because Barton and Jokic combining for a majority of the points, like everybody else, not very many points. Murray ended up with 16. He got a lot of that at the very end of this game. Mm-hmm. Um, Monte Morris had a nice run. He did have a nice run. He's had a couple nice runs as of late. He has had. Maybe he's coming on a little bit, uh, uh, getting it going. No, but Will Barton's game. So, honestly, on his birthday, Barton and Jokic just seem – they're the two guys that I feel like have the most consistent chemistry. I said this on Twitter the other day. Murray and Jokic's two-man game is at its best is better than anything else. I think by a pretty wide margin. Like those two at their peak really have the nice chemistry. But Barton and Jokic just seem to always be good. Yeah. Murray and Jokic sometimes it's like you're yeah. like what the heck's going on with you two? Barton and Jokic always good. Barton has I think a firm understanding of how good Jokic is. And you know no matter how hot Barton gets, he'll take heat checks, but he understands at certain critical times in the game hey the ball needs to go through our best player here and he's good at getting it to him and, and he doesn't waste any time doing so and i just you know we forget barton's been been with him for you know about as long as anyone so he has him and gary kobe and, and Shaq, their yeah. rookie see or Jokic's rookie season that's what he called them like they had a chemistry he was an early adopter of Jokic. Mm. he was like one of he, Jokic's earliest fans will barton has told me this story before but like Jokic came over from europe and his first couple practices you know, didn't really look to shoot, like as you didn't think he would. I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can and then they imagine. went to Jameer Nelson's little uh, mini camp before actual training camp started, and Jokic started doing his stuff, throwing his behind the back passes, shooting a little bit, and Will Barton was like, "Wow, this guy can play." Wow. It only took Barton like a couple weeks. Yeah, Barton was very, very quick. And Jokic, conversely, thought that Will Barton was an assistant coach when he first got here, probably for about a month and a half. Wait, is that real? According to the Will Barton documentary I did, yeah, he was like, oh, that's I right, first yeah. met him, I didn't know if he was a coach or something. <laughs> <laughs> how many he was play- talking a lot. How many players on the Nuggets roster do you think Jokic knew the first day he arrived at Pepsi Center? Uh, Nurkic. Yeah, just Nurk. That Nurk, was it. Yeah. The only one. Well, maybe I'm trying to think of anybody who's in like that uh... – Hoops Summit. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It could be Trey Lyles. Oh, Trey no, Lyles. Lyles yeah, wasn't quite he there. probably still like forgets who P.J. Dozier is. Uh, <laughs> who's this guy? So we're doing this live now uh, here at the Winner's Lounge, the NBR HQ. 
I mean, we had the Losers Lounge like the first three or four we did. That. I was yeah. worried that it was. I was be only a member of the Losers Lounge for a while. <laughs> Not a coincidence. Not a coincidence. <laughs> we got a, we got a nice string of winners lounges going on. Um, crack open your Strawberry Sky, Colorado Core, whatever you have, and settle in with us. We're going to answer your questions. Send them in on Periscope or on Twitter. Whatever Nuggets questions you have, or I don't know, maybe you have some other questions. We've got some really good questions Gold, on Periscope. Right Golden now. Globe questions. Really maybe, good perhaps? questions. We're I big some, culture I have, guys. I We've yeah. got some of the Golden Globes. Yes, I do. Oh, I can't wait to hear them. But We've first, got a lot of good uh, non-Nuggets questions on the Periscope here. But let's first throw it to Harrison. <laughs> All right, we're talking about the Hot Peak IPA from Breck Brewing. Yeah. I don't think any of us ha- of us have the Hot no. Peak in it our hands. In the, it is in the fridge. It's in the fridge. We've got a... Uh, Would you say that uh, Jokic reached a Hot Peak today? Dude, oh. I hate oh. this. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Absolutely what? not. The Hot Peak? Oh, is it hot? Oh, peak? good oh, point. Yeah, he yeah. yeah, he's peak. never it's hit peak. hot peak. Hot peak is like actually the easiest one to kind of make hot a. Peak. Well, it definitely rolls off the tongue a lot. You know, you know who? Peak. You know who also did not reach a hot peak was Gary Harris trying to dunk on Vince Carter. That was a hop low. <laughs> that was a hop low for the hop valley, if you will. Yeah. Make sure to check out the hot not peak. Not a good joke. From Breck That's Brewing, a great though. joke. I'm drinking the, the Cardinal Core right now. Eric's got a strawberry sky. Adam's got a strawberry sky. Both's I got the got Broncos a, one. The tall boy. United the special orange. edition. United tall boy. Boy. orange. 19.2 fluid ounces. That point two makes all the difference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people make a 19-ounce can, but <laughs> real men. Yeah, we also got to tell you guys about Denver Rubber Company, so crack a strawberry sky <laughs> for this read. It. <laughs> it's not what I think it is, is it? <laughs> it's not. Okay. You guys know how supporting local business is in our blood here at DNVR. Denver Rubber Company, also a local business. No kidding. Holler. Um, so really psyched to be uh, partnered with them. Check them out for your long-term projects. They've been doing it since 1972, providing the highest quality of products. Custom die-cut gaskets, molded rubber, custom contract manufacturing, custom hoses. With the winter here, snow here, they can do everything that you need to do when it comes to snow plows. Uh, check them out today, 1-800-259-0010, or visit them at drcfirst.com backslash DNVR. All right, let's go to the hotline. DNVR hotline. hotline Periscope. Link. All right, Periscope hotline. Actually, first, what is your... You have a Golden Globe take oh, that yeah, you're just sitting this. on. I want to hear. Oh, I mean, I, didn't have, I don't have like a defined you need a prompt. take, but I, I just... I know about films. I, oh, you do? If you were to give me a prompt about a specific thing that happened in the Golden Globes, I'd have a, All right. a take. Ricky, but, uh, Ricky Gervais' opening monologue. Thumb uh, up, thumb to be expected, that's what he's come to be known by, is uh, he roasts Hollywood, and he does it in a way... He did it in a way that it was reaching out to the people a little bit more this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man I saw of that, the people. Guys, we, well, we're losing viewers right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, great film. That won uh, Best Drama. I Big fan of that. How many times I, have you seen it? Uh, just the one time, but I, wanna, I really want to see it again. Parasite, Best Foreign feature film I'm should very, be up for best picture I have, I have not seen I'll that go one. see it it's good that's, that concludes right, I'm gonna start off with a couple non-nuggets questions real quick I love talking <laughs> about movies I wish we could do this for 23 maybe at the end we'll come back we'll yeah. circle back this one is about Adam Mares despite the copious amounts of Breck Brew Mares drinks he's looking trim is he lifting oh. after games like Nikola Jokic wow our I guy Mitchie 5280 asked that dude my boy we're getting him a free shirt <laughs> any, any talk about Adam looking good yeah, but it's, it's within the context of you and Jokic being in a body melt oh, situation. So. Yeah, you know what? I do feel like me and Jokic have like a spiritual okay. sort of connection. All right, next <laughs> question. Next question. Uh, you this, suck, actually, Mitchie. this one you. also comes from Mitchie. Thank um, you, Mitch. <laughs> Brendan, this is actually just my personal question. What did you get for Christmas? Shirts. I got like five shirts. Okay, Mitchie thinks you definitely got new shoes for Christmas. Oh, oh. no, you know what? You did, and these are from my girlfriend who's probably watching. So I Shout out, shout Michelle. Out. Not have forgotten that. Shout out, Michelle. All right. Those were our great questions. I mean, I really. Those were our non nuggets questions. Oh, okay. Well, I did appreciate them, though. Um, (laughs) Let's see. Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Who will have more 50 point games in their career? Jokic, Jamal Murray, or MPJ? This is a great question. This is a fun question. This is a really good question. Uh, Go ahead and go first, Eric. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think it's going to be MPJ. I, man, that's a I good think one. it's going to be MPJ. All right, give me because that that man's a scorer. Yes, he is. So like he's going to be Facts gunning. Only. He's going to be gunning for fifty points every time he's close. Yeah, uh, he definitely he <laughs> he definitely will. Be you know what I mean? Like for- when we were in the the uh, gra- like the the orbit of fifty points for Jokic, like he was he, he didn't see him turn it on to like try like we were screaming for him to just like shoot it at every opportunity. He, MPJ would shoot that. He checked in with like eight minutes to go with 40 points. So he had eight minutes to get 10 points. Yeah. And it took like 
four of those eight minutes for him to even take I'm, a shot. I'm pretty sure MPJ starts gunning for 50 once he hits 20. He's like, all right, I'm there. I'm, I'm, I'm in range. I'm, I'm here for it. Bring yeah. it. Nuggets need a guy like that. Yeah, man. it's That's tough. Because M- MPJ, the thing you're worried about is like, will he actually? When he, when will he have the opportunity? Yeah, and how got, long will that take? And will I mean I hate to say this, but like, will his body hold up right. long yeah, term yeah, for yeah. him Mer- to have all those opportunities? It's more likely that both Jokic. It's more likely that Jokic will have the longest career because bigs just tend to be able like yeah their games can age or whatever. Right. Murray probably will take the most shots per game. Like I mean, he's. I almost feel like Jamal Murray should already have a fifty point game. I've got a Jamal Murray take. If ever he starts shooting threes, he's gonna really get to. Fit I think out. Jamal Murray has already set his career high. Forty-seven final for career high. Wow, that's Woo! that is. So he's not forty-seven. And he's also he has forty-eight. Got a, he has forty-eight. Forty-eight. And he's also and got a forty-six. Yeah, I think Murray gets a fifty. Oh, I do too. No question. I think he gets a fifty. I mean, I think the one year, I predicted he gets over. one this year in twenty twenty. Yeah, the one thing we can agree on is how wrong. That is just wrong. Yeah. No I mean, even wrong. I'm in on that. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. But, like, MPJ scores so effortlessly. Effortlessly. Yeah. Remember that his first two tonight? Yeah. That, that like, driving, cutting. You're like, do that had. every time. <laughs> every possession. Yeah. There's also something like, you know, MPJ playing next to Jokic. I feel like he can get six offensive rebound putbacks, five cuts, ten free throws. And now you only need, like, 20 points of just jump shooting. I mean. I'm going to go MPJ, too. Mm. Number two would be, for me, would probably be Murray. Yeah. Number three, Jokic. Because I do for think sure. Jokic is preferred. I think Jokic has to really be determined to put up 40-plus points. Tonight he was. He, he, he could score 50 points a lot if, if he wanted if, to. If so I, I do think it's going to be a rare occurrence where Jokic is flirting with 50 and the Nuggets are in a close game. Usually, I think that's a Nuggets easy win, and Jokic probably isn't on the floor. He's late. on the bench. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. This is a rare case of him scoring this much but not being up a ton. I'll go Murray. It's also just like the best Jokic games are the offense is doing great. You don't need me to score 50. 24, 12, and 8. You know what I mean? We were joking when at half when he had 27. We're like, is there a chance he ends with 27? Right. You know what I mean? It just the well, second yeah, half he spends sure. playing quarterback. For sure. Good question. Um, Wait, Murray, MPJ, MPJ. What did you settle on? I'll go with MPJ. All right. Uh, V8 Tiger, any word on Murray carrying an injury of sorts? He doesn't seem to be his normal explosive self. I would agree. He seems a little banged up for sure. Yeah. I just it's – like, it's evergreen, man. Yeah. You know? It just feels like it's been his whole He's career. It's like, up, oh, it's probably an ankle it. or a knee. But it's never anything on the injury report. It's just like – uh, he, he looks like he's hobbled. Yeah, he look. I mean, he looks labored when he's going up and down the court. He, like it's always his legs, like some some portion of his legs that are feeling uncomfortable. And then that quote that he uh, responded to about Wilson Chandler's, yeah, taking care of your body. He's yeah. feeling it. I mean, he just sort of he he looks labored. Yeah. He plays hard. He crash. You know, he plays really hard. He deserves an enormous amount of credit for that because yes. he does get banged up a lot, but he attacks the basket with reckless abandon. He also gets creamed on screens a lot. It oh seems man, like. he, he took a crackback block. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's like a f- like a couple a month where you're just like you know yeah, he gets purdle a couple times in the, in the thigh. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> the complaints are about Murray, and I think that like I should give my share of them. But one thing you can't question is he does have a will to win. Like he's a very 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 yeah. hard player, only, and he hates losing. It's very evident he hates losing. Only guy in DC that looked like he wanted to win. Oh, easily so. the only guy. And yeah. speaking about tonight, he had a couple rough moments in the fourth when he couldn't get the ball to Jokic in the post. Came back and had that nice bucket on a post up, and had another couple other big plays down the stretch. I thought so. He was important. Murray has a great post game. I wish that there were opportunities to go to it more. And tonight mm. presented some. Well, yeah, when you got Trey Young, Young on you, yeah. might as well. But it is di- it is difficult to sort of find a room for your point guard to post. But when he is down there, he has great footwork. He has great moves. He has great touch. I like. We watched him. Who was there with me? Him versus yeah. Jeremy Grant. Yep. The Murray U- versus Jeremy Grant. It was yep. actually really Kinda fun. Kinda king of the hill in the post after Nuggets practice. He was he was murdering Jeremy Grant. Yeah. Jeremy Grant, so long, and he was contesting him all, but he just kept yep. kept shaking him. Maybe that's a bad uh, Shout out. We got a lot of uh, viewers from Serbia right now. So Merry shout Christmas. out, Christmas. Serbia. I, Merry I Christmas. I know that's not Thanks the right thing no. to say. Merry Christmas. There's oh. a- I'm going to get it. Yep, hold on. Well, keep going. I'm going to figure it out um, here in a moment. <laughs> Keep that. We'll go to the next. Well, question. congrats on your celestial and, and favorite. <laughs> here's son. a here's a fun question from Cool Hand Luke. What would be the best local business for Jokic to sponsor? Ooh, uh, no. Oh, it's Bojo's because of the honey on the pizza. Oh, shut it down. Oh. I can't believe you got the right answer right I off the bat. Just go right home. Yeah. <laughs> see you. See you tomorrow. <laughs> that was good. Big honey. Is that it? That's the only one. Yeah, that's the right answer. 
Yeah, yeah unless you guys know of some like honey manufacturers. Yeah. <laughs> what would the Jokic pizza be? Uh, he, oh, he, you know, it'd be like some weird like fish. Yeah, he likes fish too. Let's so find like out. a little fish. It'd be journalists. something we were like not interested in. Oh, we could find out. Yeah, we could just ask pizza. Him yeah. oh, I like it. Uh, from our guy Nemanja, our defense is down from the day Millsap got injured. Hmm. Is him getting back what they need for their defense to get back on track? Another great question. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just showing yes. This, this <laughs> happened last year. It's actually hilarious that this year is mimicking last year just a little bit better because last year they were a top 10 defense. Then it fell back to like the worst defense it's when true. he got hurt, and then it bounced back at the end of the year. Yes, Paul Millsap is an incredible defender. He actually is not an incredible defender right now. I think he's – 80 percent mm-hmm. physically and it's, it's zapping some of his effectiveness yeah. but a healthy paul Millsap is what makes this team capable gary harris has gotten most of the headlines for his defensive effort this year sure. and he, he's been great defensively i thought um but paul Millsap is like the leader of the nuggets defense he's the rock he's the soul of of the nuggets defense and right. has been for the last three years now Jokic one time said called who was it who was it he was referring to he called him the leader of the horde because that's also Bogdan Bogdanovich's <laughs> yeah. handle. I'm thinking, is that like a leader of the horde? The leader of the horde. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a Serbian thing. I would have guessed Genghis Khan, but like a Mongolian thing. But a lot of hordes maybe, in Serbia. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's probably he just likes Halo. Is that what is that a Halo thing? It's a Halo thing. Is it? Yeah, yeah. The horde is who you um find yourself battling up against as This is definitely what it is. Oh yeah, then that <laughs> case class. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. Where are we going with Everybody's saying I. Uh, it sounds like I'm saying hot pink IPA instead of hop peak. <laughs> well, the hot pink IPA. The hot pink IPA. Mm, there you go, Breck Brew. Free ideas left and Free right. Ideas. Nuggets need to bring back their 08 dark blue alternate jerseys ASAP. Those were good. Those were good. But you know what? They feel they are trapped in that time. Like yeah, to me, that's a very those shirts. Which are the? That, is that the one with the script? Jersey. The script on the. That, you didn't like those jerseys. Are you crazy? I wasn't a big fan either. Oh, I'm going to side with the designer here. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> to me, those feel very like that era to me. Yeah. So whether you like them or don't. That, that script, the script itself, is um, it's a bad script. That's the Nug Love script. Uh, bad, Chris Morley, what do you guys think of Porter's game tonight? This might be a good time to discuss the rookie. Ooh, Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. Always good. Um, I thought he was good tonight in like non-scoring ways. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't think... You know, That's I, a great point. As far as looking for errors. Which, Some big blocks. Because he's a rookie, not because I... Have some mm-hmm. sort of bias. I didn't see any like like massive critical errors and and some good defense. Yeah, he had an hilarious play. Jokic was just dominating yeah. in the post and, and oh yeah, and he had a hilarious yeah. play where he just forgot how to run the play, which is funny because like it, even in real time I can see the play. It's like <laughs> come on, man. And Jokic kind of looked over him. Actually, no, I'm not going to say. It. I'll say that offline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought there was going to be a good one. That's Do you Patreon know the Nuggets content. plays better than Michael Porter Jr.? No, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Pop, yeah, well, and then possibly. like as we were watching the game, um, there were like I'm sorry. we kept talking about how he has such a nose for offensive rebounding. He, he is in on it. Incredible right. offensive rebounder. Michael like, Putback Jr. Oh, that putback was sexy. <laughs> Dude, his his highs are so high, man. Yeah. So high. Um I thought he was very good tonight. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually was pretty impressed with his game. Defensively, I thought I here's the thing about Michael Porter Jr. He's lost both offense and defense. He's just lost. But if you talk about like his aptitude as a defender, he has some there. Like yeah. he's not, he's not a turn. I mean, he is kind of a turn style, but he's so tall and so long and so athletic. Would he have two blocks? Yeah, and he's but he's also such a quick jumper that yes, he's lost. Yes, he has to figure out the game. Can he do those things? I think so. I mean, and he's some got players just don't learn the game. I think he will. I think this is all new stuff to him. But he does have some physical tools that really make up for some of his deficiencies. Yeah, I don't question. think he's going to be the worst defender on the team like his whole career. Big no, big margin no. of error, I think, yeah. is the term I would use. I thought Porter was really good tonight. And um, he had a great first stint, I thought. And I loved how Malone brought him back at the end of the second quarter. Great I point. don't think we've ever seen that so far this season. Um, so he deserved those minutes, and Malone gave it to him. And Denver actually won on a nice little run at the end of the first half. And at halftime, Porter was tied for team high, plus 14. Well, he finished the game plus 17. Okay, team there we high, go. Plus 17 there by we far. Go. So I thought he was very good, and, and I like your point about bringing him back at the end of the uh, end of the half. Yeah. I've talked about this a lot. There are little pockets, and they're like two- or three-minute pockets where teams are vulnerable. Houston did this to Denver when they played. 
when they started the fourth quarter with Harden, Westbrook, and Gordon, they basically said, we're going for broke here, and they did. They went on like a 14-0 run to start that quarter. There's little moments for Denver, I think, to use Porter in that exact same way of, mm-hmm. we're very vulnerable defensively here, but that other t- the second unit for the Atlanta Hawks has nobody that can score, so we're not right. actually that vulnerable. Let's throw a knockout punch, right. and it worked. Also, man, I continue to just be blown away by Porter's offensive rebounding. It's incredible. This guy, like... Attacks the glass on every single shot that a Nuggets player takes. That's not him. This says he had one incredible on the offensive glass. It it Uh, says he has one offensive rebound. There's no way it just can't can't be be correct. Like in some of these, I think are like he gets in there and maybe tips it or something. Right, right, right. He's disruptive. He's just always there. He's He's always there. Always there. And I think it's a, a great just skill for him to have. It's also it's a good use of sort of his physical tools yes. because he's such a quick jumper. He's so long and he's kind of skinny. He's like if you watch him, I've been watching him so much. He sneaks into a spot, mm-hmm. like he kind of slithers into a spot and then just out jumps everyone. And, and it's it really a, works. A great way to get involved for a guy who's still learning a reduced role offensively, right? Is hey, we don't want you to take necessarily double digit shots here, but we're not going to run a lot of plays for you. But he's picking up his easy points mm-hmm. through that method. I, I I was actually very impressed with him, and I was very impressed with Michael Malone's usage of him tonight. He got yeah. up, he got up to twenty minutes in a very close game, and I thought it was a it was a comfortable twenty minutes. There wasn't like oh god, now it's do or die for MPJ. He kind of fragmented it. It would have been nice for them to feature him a little bit more, like actually get the ball to say. him. He I mean he mm. he only had a couple. I mean how many times three field goal shoot? attempts tonight right. in twenty minutes. Yes, yeah, so he was effective in the way that you're talking about with his aptitude, where he just sort of made plays happen for himself, in as much as he also left himself vulnerable in times uh, by not following the play. Like, he would be able to pick up and, and, you know, make a good thing happen when it wasn't there for him. But yeah. the fact that they're just, like, not really running plays for him, they're not really setting him up, you know, I, th- I would have imagined at this point they would have a lot of uh, MPJ three-point attempt plays in the in the bag. There are some possessions where when it's four second unit guys out there, sometimes five or whatever, and they're dribbling around and there's not much doing, you just kind of like, dude, just give the ball to Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> no, I think that's why it can be really valuable on the second yeah. unit. Yeah. It makes something out of nothing. Yeah. There's the elbow get play that there's this, this play, maybe I'll highlight it, the Nuggets did it in the preseason, and they haven't yet, but it would actually be a really good sort of, again, one of these like go-to plays. The Bucks run it a lot for Giannis, and it would basically be a cross-screen. Jokic and him each on the elbow, and you cross-screen and curl him just around. The reason it would work is because you can't switch Porter's guy onto Jokic's guy, so it's one of those ones where the defense has to fight over the screen, and it just puts him in a bind. This is a great stat from our guy Cade Walker. <laughs> Per cleaning the glass, MPJ is 199th percentile on offensive rebound percentage and defensive rebound percentage. Wait, 199th? 100th in offensive rebound, 99th in defensive rebound percentage percentile. Here's another thing, because I see some some people that I just so <laughs> no <laughs> that I disagree so much about his defensive impact. Again, like I, I think it's an it's another thing like Yoke where people are noticing the really really bad lowlights of which there are many and they're very loud. But, like, rebounding is the most underrated aspect of defense in today's NBA. It was overrated, and it's gone so far the other way that it's now underrated. A possession can only end two ways. A team score, well, I guess three. A turnover, a team scores, or you get a defensive rebound. Mm-hmm. And so getting those stops and closing out the play is really important. He's very good at it. Who do you think – this was from Nick uh, Trumbo, I believe. Who do you think averages 20 points first, Jamal Murray or Michael Porter Jr.? So this is pretty much, does Jamal Murray average 20 this year? Because I think there's a chance if Michael Porter Jr. enters next season in the Nuggets starting line if he could flirt with 20. I don't think MPJ will average 20 this year or next. Well, obviously this year or next. And I do think Jamal Murray will average it one of the two years. What is he at now, Jamal? 18 or 17. Yeah. I know. I don't, I don't know I mean, that he's going to get it this year. I mean, he could, but yeah. I, 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 still, I still think it's MPJ, though. You mean Jamal? I mean, I mean Jamal. I think best case scenario is it's MPJ. Oh yeah, if next year he walked right into it. Yeah, Murray's at 18 points per game. Yeah, and, right and, now. and the problem with Murray is that he, he always starts off so unbelievably slow and like anchors the potential for his how high his his average can go. So, I mean, probably if the if the season started like a month and a half in, he he, he would probably be averaging 20, right? I'm yeah, I'm ready for the Nuggets to put in a Jokic. Um, MPJ two-man game. I know you're not going to spend a ton of time on it, but I am ready for them to have two or three p- 
play, you know, just actions. Just that like, it's like, all right, here you go. Let's see what you guys can do. Yeah, but they're just des- designated. Here's what you do. Like yeah. side pick and roll. Put them in the playbook. Yeah, something, something. Well, something maybe there. not in the playbook. <laughs> I will say MPJ is not a pick and roll player though, because he's had a couple really, really ugly pick and roll decisions. He's got to clean up his handle a little bit. Yeah, I mean, but also that's the, easy to work on. The pick and roll is not something you do a ton of in, at the high school level. I mean, it's no. just, yeah, yeah you especially when you're Michael Porter Jr. Especially when you're, <laughs> yeah, it'd be really weird for a high school Michael, coach. Shoot, <laughs> <laughs> why don't you just dunk over all those five six kids? Yeah, it's a lot of just like clear out because the screener is just that's just an opportunity to not guard the screener and pick and roll. Yeah, yo, thanks for the questions, guys. We got tons coming in right now. I'm not gonna be Sweet. able to get to all of them. Well, maybe um, we can. Well, don't you sell yourself short. <laughs> <laughs> why wasn't Yoke just plus minus better tonight? Chris Morley asked that because it's an what is it? What's your line? It's an analytical. Oh, it's an analytical fantasy. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I actually really like plus minus. It's so confusing though. Like really, like how? Well, you shouldn't look at it every game as if you're gleaning real information. I no. glean real information from it. Every but this was like so <laughs> anomalous and strange. How do you score forty-seven points and you essentially made no impact on because the, the starters weren't good? Yeah. Trey Young plays on the Atlanta I know, starting but that, team. I guess and so. Guys, the Nuggets gave up one hundred and fifteen points. Yeah, right. a lot the of those defense the on starters, a milk cart. Like, can't find it. Yeah, yeah. nice. <laughs> but does that mean that the bench was? Yes. Making hay, I, apparently. Yes, that's precisely what it means. Michael who, Porter who, Jr. was a plus seventeen. Monte he, Morris he, was very good. What did Michael Porter Jr. score? Like six, six points, points or something? Yeah. Dude, it's about analytical fantasy. It's about what the Atlanta Hawks look like without Trey Young. Like I guess the bench, so. yeah, the actually, bench, that's exactly yeah, what it is. But, yeah. but Jokic was on the Nuggets and he was scoring and he was better than Trey Young. No, it's just simple. It comes back. It just comes back to the defense. And then there were explaining were, math to Eric. I'm just saying. No, listen. I, I don't need to, to be explained to like why it happened mathematically, but like that makes no goddamn sense. No, no one can tell me why you could score 47 points and essentially have well, no positive impact well, on the game according here, to plus minus. Yeah, well, here's your answer. Will Barton, 3 of 6 from 3. Jokic, 4 of 8. Millsap, 0 of 2. Gary Harris, 0 of 6. Jamal Murray, 1 of 2. Like the, the shots they did generate from those kickouts were all, except for one, all off. So the, the way you look at it, Eric, is if Jokic wasn't that good, it's not zero; it's minus a lot. Oh, I know, right? I know, yeah, but yeah. it's it just is remarkable that at the same time that he's on the floor making that much of an impact offensively, that they were that in inept defensively. I, I mean, that's that's insane. It is definitely concerning. Here's another piece of this, though, and this is a very encouraging thing: the Hawks shot 46 percent tonight for on 39 three point attempts. They made 18 threes tonight. Holy smokes. Which is quite a few. They really were. They, they were. How many of them were Kevin Herter and or Trey Young? Oh, Kevin Herter goes six of eight. Three point shootout champion Kevin Herter. Yeah, no kidding. Wow. Yeah, Hunter. Yeah, they were just. They, they shot really, really almost fifty percent on forty threes. That's. That's really good. It's good to see that Yoke did not ruin Kevin Herter's basketball career when he snapped his arm oh, in half. Oh God, I was worried. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's uh, run through a couple of these rapid fire. When will the Nuggets get a G League team in the Springs? Who knows? Twenty twenty one. Yeah. And it won't be in the springs. Yeah. Is the defensive slippage a result of Paul and Gary playing a little banged up? Yeah, we kind of just mentioned that. I also think probably a result of Paul. Mostly, mostly that. And then also, like we said, we saw this last year. Like the Nuggets yeah. were a top five defensive team, not because of personnel, because of effort and focus. Yeah. And that's hard to maintain for eighty two. And plus we're in the dog days of the NBA right now. Like the mid like these middle of the week games in the winter and, and their offense is Ooh. starting to get better. Yeah. I got a hot take. Well, this isn't even a hot take. This is an interesting right. perspective, perhaps. We'll be the judges of yeah. that. <laughs> I think when people talked about continuity as an advantage, I think it's more of an offensive advantage than it is a, def- or a defensive advantage than it is offensive. Guys just knowing what their roles are on the defensive end, this or that. The offense takes chemistry, which is different than continuity. You don't think it's, con- you you think it. it's a fact? A continuity is a factor when you're playing next to Jokic, though? Because he's so unique, so tough to play with him? I mean, there is a certain level of it, but again, why do yeah. they look so different than they did three years ago offensively? I mean, I do think there's a level of buy in. When we talk about offensively, there's more about buy in than it is about knowing where to go. All of these guys can do more than what they could do two, three years ago. The hard part is deciding what to do. Have these new powers. I want to use them out. Well, you don't need to. This yeah. give and go with Yoke works perfectly right, fine. Right, right. What's more likely, a Gary Harris 30-point game or Harris getting traded this season? The second one. 30-point no, game? 30. I don't think Gary's getting traded. Yeah, I don't think he's getting traded. Really? He would get traded? No, but he's you just not think scoring it's so, 30. But if he doesn't get traded... Then. See how many floaters <laughs> adds up to thirty. But I mean, like, if he doesn't get traded, then that's zero percent, and then right. he has to have some. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, let me let me rephrase it. <laughs> I don't think Gary's going to score thirty points this season. He's yeah. actually only scored thirty like three or four times. It's very rare for Gary to Gary's get. Gary's going to go for thirty next game. Please, uh, I would love to be <laughs> wrong in Dallas that if that's the case. Yeah. Uh, best business for Jokic's sponsor would be Lazy Boy Recliners. Oh, uh, since eighty-eight cents. Get out of here. <laughs> that's good, but Block also reported. Yeah. <laughs> What's the future of Jeremy Grant's defense? Ooh, what's the that's present? That's a good question. Guys, there might be an elephant Let's in the room. Let's just have the here. Jeremy Grant. Can we have it? There yeah. might be an elephant in the room here. Let's have it. He is not fit at all. In fact, I looked at this up, this up. Jeremy Grant is like in the bottom 50 or 60 or 70 in total plus minus. Mm. Total, which means he's playing a lot of minutes and being a consistent name. like if you look at the the bottom of that, it's like all the Cavs. You know, like all the Knicks. It's like all the same like team. And then Jeremy Grant, who's on a team that is twenty five and eleven. Yeah. I look, I don't blame him. He has a skill set in this league. And I think he actually has a skill set on the Denver Nuggets, but it's not there's other guys that are gonna get the minutes to play the in the position. What I'm saying is I think if he played a lot with Jokic, they could develop an offensive chemistry. Defensively, I don't know. But he's not playing with him. He's playing primarily with the bench units, and it, it's just, I don't know. It just doesn't yeah. hasn't worked out. It hasn't been a great fit. Hasn't. <coughs> I mean, it's. I'm surprised by this. Yeah. And I don't mean because well, I, I know Jeremy Grant's a really good and capable player. So I'm not asking. This will sound more like blunt than I mean it to be. But if he's not hitting shots, I mean, what is he contributing right now? On both ends of the court right now, his contribution is three point shooting. Which, if you're gonna have a, if that's the only contribution you need from a player, there's guys that that's is what they do. Yeah, you don't want to trade a necessarily trade a first and then re-sign and overpay for that. And that's there's a. I, let me ask you this, Adam: Is there a version of Jeremy Grant that works in Denver? Like, is this is this Grant or is this how Denver's using Grant? I mean, like, how do you weigh that against it? Uh, Grant, first of all, defensively, he's. I don't think he's a great backside defender. Yeah, and and to me, I thought. Given the physical tools, he really could be. I mean, a lot of the guys that are those great backside defenders look and sure. and move like he does, <laughs> but he doesn't really. Re- First of all, he's not a great rebounder. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. Um, he's not a good. He rebounder. doesn't really have like I don't think the greatest like scent. Like Paul Millsap, just such a high IQ backside guy. He doesn't seem to have that. What he does have is he's very good on ball defender. Mm. He can move his feet, use his length to his advantage, and then offensively, he has all that athleticism. But it's not. You remember Kenneth Fareed dunking on people so much yep. that they were always like afraid they were too late to rotate, so they would just move out of the way. Yeah, you almost never see that with Jeremy Grant. There's never guys that are like constantly worried about being dunked on by him. He'll blow by a guy and do a nice dunk, but there's never that like in a scrum. Oh God, I'm about to get dunked on. Like there was with a Kenneth Fareed or a Kenyon yeah. Martin. Yeah. Apparently, uh, leader of the horde is a World of Warcraft reference. We're just getting absolutely pummeled in the yeah. chat right now for, for not being big enough nerds. For not being big enough nerds. Apparently, in decent crossover coming. here, dude. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm actually pretty sure the Periscope World of World World of Warcraft crossover is pretty substantial. What is World of Warcraft? Don't oh, stop. Just stop it. <laughs> All right, let's move on here. Somebody on Reddit was like, "Hey, can you get to the bottom of something?" I was like, "Dude, I don't even understand the question, man. There's no way I could successfully ask a World of Warcraft question." Um, <laughs> Lin- Lindsay chimes in on the chat. What a beautiful shirt, Eric! Oh, why? Thank you, Lindsay. Oh, you can well, proud to be currently buy that. Proud on, to be. Uh, Terry it's like our second or third worst shirt we have. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Uh, by what metric? Uh, any objective one? <laughs> yeah, not a metric. <laughs> in opinion. Uh, let's see. Mon Harrison. I'm carrying the carrying the whole thing here, guys. <laughs> You Welcome su- to my world. You do such a good job of this. Thank you. <laughs> Who's a better dunker, MPJ or Brendan, if you gave him a trampoline? <laughs> still MPJ. It's still definitely MPJ. <laughs> you could give Can me I, oh, two trampolines. Oh, so I want to share this because after the uh, MPJ high of the Indiana game, I watched no fewer than 30 straight hours of MPJ highlights Same. from back in the day. He he has lost a little something athletically, although he still surprises. Tonight, that dunk, that dunk was – how many players on the team could have had that type of putback? Him and Jeremy Grant. I think that's it. Yeah, Tory Craig occasionally. MPJ was a crazy athlete, a crazy athlete, athlete. But he has lost a lot of athleticism but because could, of the back injury. Because his but, back is fused. Yeah, but you know what? He uh, a summer of like just working on the body. Uh, he's not. No he's not the best athlete he will be. I mean, unless the injury prevents it. But he should g- regain some of that. Watching some of those high high school clips, I was just blown away at the athleticism. Like mm-hmm. he was so springy. He tried to dunk on people from crazy angles. Yeah. I, I think. I think athletically, he he has the potential to be one of the dudes, like one of the guys. Like Dale Summer. Like Dale Summer. Uh, how salty are Philly fans now that Jokic beat Embiid's points game high by one? 
Oh, they don't pay attention. They're, to the good stuff. Yeah, yeah no. Um, I got to say this, though. Jokic is having a better year than Embiid, and Jokic pretty much took the first 20 games <laughs> of the season. I, I do actually want to make a little plea to Nuggets fans. I know a big part of – a big, super fun part of fandom is trash talk, so, like, feel free to tell me to shut up. But, like, I do think it's hilarious how Philly and Denver fans just constantly rip each other for Embiid and Jokic. Does it go the other way a lot? Who I honestly don't know this. Who both like each other a oh, good yeah. amount and are – both justifiably like ranked where they are. Shut you know up. what I mean? Shut up. Okay, that's fair. Shut up. <laughs> right. It's it's fun to talk trash. You're right. You're it's, right. It's fun you're to right. uh, get uh, really riled up about things again that matter nothing in this world. Yeah, you're right. And then like uh, you know, it's fun to feel like you need to rally the troops, and we all need to like who are these this this horde. This, who's this leader of the horde from Philly coming in trying ass. to vote McDonald's? No, if Spike or whatever, like coming in, they're going to talk trash about our beloved king, our oh, you're prince, right. Nikola you're Jokic. Right. That's at the core of fandom. I take it back. I take it back. Yeah, shut up, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I like him, B. That's the thing is, I, I like no, I do, listen, like, complete, I like him. You're completely allowed and justified to like him, B, but not, you know, when you're in the heat of battle against and you're defending the honor of your city uh, based on a guy from Serbia. Who doesn't really want to talk to you? Uh, and their guy from where's he from Cameroon? <laughs> yeah. Like those are the two representatives. Of oh our yeah, it's like, <laughs> a very random. You're right. Like, this is our guy. <laughs> you're right. This could not have anything less to do with us, respectively. No, 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 no. To like but have a trade. Yeah. They both get traded for each other to immediate like flipping. Oh, immediate. Yeah, like, it's all immediate. Yo, get you so lazy. <laughs> that defense? Are you kidding? <laughs> uh, like yo, be like go eat that Philly cheesesteak with some cheese whiz. <laughs> oh, and now we're like, dude, back off. Jokic can be whatever weight no. he. Wants, I will say this: Embiid is a f- way more frustrated than Jokic, and Jokic can be frustrating. But Embiid, yes. Embiid, I would, I'd, I'd be like completely gray if he was here in Denver. <laughs> yeah. So this is kind of a question around the rebounding. But Jokic, Vando, Bull, Porter, Grant, what team gets rebounds with that group? And, and I get <laughs> the Lakers. The Lakers. Do. Wait, wait, wait. Is that the lineup? <laughs> That's the lineup. You know on. what? That's well, great lineup. No, I think. Let's throw Dennis Rodman in there. <laughs> I, I mean, I think a little of this is potentially looking ahead to what the front court could look like over the next couple of years. And I guess my question off of that would be: Is there any concern with who's up for free agency? You know that you know they could be a little thin in the front court here. We don't really know what's going to happen with Millsap and Grant. Plumley's a free agent. He's a really good rebounder. Yeah, right. We we keep preparing for like this this scenario where we can pick who leaves. What if everyone? What if everyone's gone? I mean, you know what I mean. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I know that yeah, they won't. They would have fine. to be. But I'm saying like, what if they're, you're in a position where you could lose everyone? Now you're right. It could. We be haven't fun. heard Vanderbilt's name very much over the last year and a half. Yeah. You know what? I mean, it just hasn't come up in like. All these guys, there's little tidbits that just get dropped every now and then. It's like, oh, have you seen so and so's this? I haven't really heard Vando anything. His numbers don't jump out. Yeah, like all of the uh, like magical shining stars that don't actually exist but do exist for the Nuggets. Like who are you? Who who would you think actually at some point makes an impact? There's Bobo. It's, it's Bobo. There's no like Chanchar, uh, <laughs> Vanderbilt. Va- Vando, I think Vando has that. Ceiling, he had, yeah, Vando. But, I still believe it. But I that's a, that's a good PJ point. Dozier. Adam. We haven't heard. Yeah, we just haven't heard stuff. That's that's the only thing. Yeah. I mean. I guess, you know, the funny thing is we're running a little bit thin on these. There's really only Dozier, Chanchar, Vando, and Bull. Because the rest of the guys, the book's kind of out. Like, Monte, yeah. we know. Beasley, we know. Like, a lot of these guys we know. They, Beasley might turn into a much well, better player or whatever, but yeah. we know what he is on Denver. But and the guys that we don't know about, we really know absolutely nothing about them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, I think I know what type of player Jared Vanderbilt's going to be, but really I have no freaking idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still will say Bull Bull, though, because I do think, like – it's funny we're going through the MPJ experience this year because it's so clear what the best version of him look, looks like. It's just so it jumps off the screen. He's yeah. Kevin Durant. You know what I mean? He's this incredible offensive talent. With Bull Bull, I think it's it's maybe a little bit tougher because his highs are also that noticeable. Like He, right. he could be a 40% three-point shooter that blocks shots. But like MPJ, his weaknesses are starting at a zero. And you're just like, oh, yeah, he can't run down the court at a full speed. He has to kind of jog. Mm-hmm. He, he can't. You know, box anybody out north of two hundred. I think of pounds. all the revelations that you brought to light about Bull Bull's game, like his 
how slow he is up and down the court was the oh, most yeah. disheartening to me and the one that I expected the less the least just watching him because he kind of like he's really graceful in the way that he runs too he's like a gazelle so he doesn't, he doesn't go yeah. zero to 60 like he can get a fast yeah. speed but the zero to 60 speed is very very yeah, slow it takes a while to get those big legs moving to his credit allegedly he lost 30 pounds between when he broke his foot and when he went to the NBA combine I'm gonna break my I, foot I don't think I can physically <laughs> imagine him 30 pounds stronger well again it's stretched out over 7 foot 3 That's like it really point. doesn't look that much yeah, different that's a good point. but my point of that is watching him in the G League and of course I just did a deep dive a film study here so DNVR subscriber you can check out I think 13 clips <sighs> on, on him but but so overrated the one thing that I think is noticeable more than anything is that he's just like not even close to the same shape as everyone else and maybe like Embiid is also seven foot three and is never in shape and it might just be that an engine that big requires a you know yeah. a little bit more but i do think there's something to the fact that like mpj bull bull missed a bunch of time didn't get a full summer to rehab and get in shape and he looks like it uh as Jokic gets older what will be his go-to shot will it be a post-up version of the uh sambor shuffle i think, think? It, i think it's that one where he turns around looks the person in the eyes and shoots from 15 <laughs> feet yeah. you know what i mean that little well, little I, dirkish it's yeah. the right jump hook at the moment because that's the sh- if you just broke down what shots he takes his right hook is like 30 percent of his shots yeah. are, are that and i mean he's gonna he's not gonna lose his strength you know or his athleticism next- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that too I understand there's free Breck Brew at the HQ. Who is the worst abuser of this policy? I think we all know the answer to this. Is Ooh. it Rudo? It's Rudo. It's Rudo. Yeah, I was going to say, gonna say, gonna say I Rudo. think I know who the answer yeah. is, but I don't want to I didn't know where you were going to go. Yeah. Uh, ignoring tonight, why has Jokic's effective field goal percentage been so poor on jump shots this season? Great question. This hasn't been shooting it well. Well, it really is not. If we break this down from first 15 games and everything since, I think the numbers are actually very, very good. He was historically bad in yeah. those first 15 yeah. games. He was like tw- he, he, 20% three-point He made himself shooter. a big hole to climb out of. Yeah. yeah I would like – I should look that up right now if I uh, – well, It seemed it like up. he got his confidence back inside out. He got it – the, the rim started looking bigger within he, the paint, and then he backed that out He slowly. has way more confidence in his three-pointer right yeah. now than he did Yeah. You know, a month or so ago. Can we talk about the big thing that we found out about the Atlanta Hawks and what the Atlanta Hawks organization is all about tonight? Oh, oh yeah, where they've it. completely stolen the in-game operations from the Denver Nuggets. They have a fake Rocky. They have a fake bird. They have an, an imposter bird. Rocky. They have an imposter Rocky. I don't even think that's that she- a real bird. Uh, I think it's a real bird. Yeah, but in the re- that real bird, imposter fake Rocky, shot that back court, like half court shot backwards over the head, missed it badly, so badly. It was em- I was embarrassed from here. So embarrassed. Not only that, Rocky <laughs> has to shoot over that like large snoot, and the bird has like a much more uh, like that. His beak doesn't protrude as much. That's right. So he, like it's an easier shot, and still like not as effective. So. Atlanta Hawks also have the worst color scheme in the NBA. Like, there's just no. Oh, really? Wow. See, this is a. This is. I trust your takes on a lot, but they there's color scheme people really love. They like that that hot really? that hot yellow. It's, yeah, it's like very like dirty south. Who's who, just, well, who? Who's they? When you say, mm-hmm. is it people who know a lot about? The world of Warcraft. <laughs> no, <laughs> actually, that's, that's actually not. Douche. That's actually not the the. I would say that those people probably are people. Not those be our pe- us. We like that the world of Warcraft. But the people who like hot yellow probably also like Magic City. They also probably like oh, Ludacris. Yeah, I see what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. No, it's a very yeah, like yeah, they're wrong. They're, they're, it's a demographic thing. It's a <laughs> demographic thing. They're wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, that's a terrible. Um, you know what? I am so for it. I think that color schemes in sports are a little too boring. So I like it when it seems like screw it, red and hot yellow. I'm more of a traditionalist. So me and this is Harris oh, look, and I. I too sorry, would choose sorry. to have Statues, the black and white. wind turbines, <laughs> oh and traditional color schemes. Traditional, traditional color schemes yeah. in the NBA. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Listen, you don't have to all do, of that. Li- they're uh, a hot they're, yellow wind turbine. <laughs> Who wants that? No. The Hawks turbines can only be white. Obviously, yeah. the Hawks are ju- they're trying Casually too hard. Beige. They're trying too hard. They're stealing <laughs> Rocky. They have this ridiculous color that. Won't In their defense, you have to try really hard when no one will come to your games. The best thing the Hawks have going for them is the organ, though. 
That is. They I, have a great in-game arena experience. They have a Top Golf. They've got a barber shop. They have a bar courtside. <laughs> I still have issue with the barber shop. Does Why? that mean that's good for, in-game yeah, experience? That's forced. Just, no, that's forced convenience. And I, I challenge the person who actually did it to tell me if they would have had a better time just watching the game and then getting a haircut. Can I tell you guys? I need a barber. Is there a barber out there listening to the show or watching? I need a barber. Yeah, Adam revealed to us early today he got a haircut, and then Ryan said that he loves getting his hair cut. Hates getting he, my hair cut. Because he loves the barber experience. And then Adam said he doesn't like that because he goes to sports clips. Yeah, yeah sports clips. Tough to like that. Oh, that's... <laughs> you're like, you're like they three cut decades nice, over they the limit. Nice. So a, nice. a, lot of, a lot of people coming into the chat saying, hey, it took Paul Millsap a while to get comfortable playing with Nikola Jokic. This is a great Give point. Jeremy Grant some time. Plus, he's got it comfortable playing alongside hey, Mason Plumlee. Yes, this yes, unit exactly. has been really bad this That's year. That's a big part there's, of it. I was going to say, like, yeah, he's paired up with Mason Plumlee all the time. Yeah. There's a lot to this. Here's the problem that Denver's running into. It's not just, like, give him some time this year. It's that by February 17th, whatever the trade deadline is, Denver's going to have to decide, is Jeremy Grant your guy for the next four years? Because that's the decision they have to make. That's a tough decision. One way or another, I just don't know. But you're you probably do? not going to know after this year is the tough part. I, you're going to have to know how much money to pay him. But if he's having an off year, are no. you going to be locked into a deal that's like untradeable? Do you know what I mean? Do you is know why a... you can't do that? Because he started and played 33 minutes per game, and when they brought him over, there had to have been the understanding of we're bringing you off the bench, you're only going to play X amount of minutes, but don't worry, we take care of our guys. And then if you t- segue from that into, well, if you look at your numbers, they weren't that good, you lose a lot of goodwill. Every player that agent represents, every every person that knows Jeremy Grant on a personal level is like, yeah, they told yeah. me the same thing. How big is his agent, though? <laughs> I don't know. We'd have to look it up. Yeah, sometimes championship decisions are like, who can I be cold-blooded with? <laughs> Versus, yeah. no, I see. It's a good point. I, 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 think I just that, think I they're in a tough with, spot, man. Yeah, but I, w- I would stick with Grant. I think that there's enough there. I, I, I feel comfortable saying... It's almost a fool's errand making a, a concrete evaluation until there's more minutes alongside Jokic. Yeah, but Adam's saying like we got to make that decision without the benefit of actually seeing that unless you're going to bench Paul Millsap to put Jeremy Grant right. in. No, no, no. That's the position Denver's in. It's not. This is just a reality. Denver has to decide. On, right. on, they can't play him through April and then decide, oh, never mind, we don't want you anymore. We can't trade you, whatever. Like They kind of have to know by the trade deadline. And look. I think we know the answer. They're going to keep him. I don't. I don't yeah. think they're going to move him. I mean, just look at kind of the Nuggets' past moves. Like, they are very willing to try to get stuff to work out if they're financially committed to it. Yep, no so doubt. I would expect them to do that again. I'm still trading for Bertans. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe the Nuggets uh, are tanking Grant's future contract. Eight dimensional chess. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we got that one in the chat too from our guy uh, Chris in Denver. Love that guy. <laughs> I think. Uh, let's see here. You know, I should probably do another read. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, we've been going on a while here. That's my cue. Bathroom. You guys let me know how the read goes. All it's right. going to go well. Harrison's we'll do a quick last segment here. We Piper Electric has been serving the Denver metro area since 1983. Through a commitment to customer service and team performance, Piper Electric is the hometown electrical contract. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, hate, I hate to interrupt this. I hate to interrupt this read. I'm sorry, I Piper. Uh, Brendan just crawled under a table to get to the bathroom when Army he could very easily just moved a chair and gone around it. It was ridiculous. Uh, uh, please proceed. Piper Electric is the hometown electrical contractor you can trust. 303-646-6765. They will give you the DNVR hookup and save you 20% off your next service call. No job is too big or too small for Piper Electric. They work with the top professionalism and integrity in the biz, whether it's residential, commercial, or industrial work. 303-646-6765 to receive 20% off your next service call. What? Is, what? This is a question for the Serbians following us. What do you do on Serbian Christmas? Do you have, is it the same, the tree and the gifts? This is a, I'm, a I'm throwing question. it out there, actually. Yeah, right, Serbian I'll, listeners, uh, let I'll me let's, know. Let's, Educate know me on Serbian. Uh, this has been my favorite part, of, other than watching Jokic play. Having all the like Serbian followers and learning so much has been great, like the man. coolest thing. Great. Well, there's so much about Serbia. Go in the summer. Yeah. I'm coming. Do we have any more questions? Let's see. Here. A lot of questions. I'm seeing them <laughs> scroll through. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're mostly like comments, not really questions here. Will bootleg Rocky ever make a backward shot? No, bootleg Rocky will never, never make. One. Never, never. He probably make a ba- never has. He never will. Guy sucks. That guy sucks. Uh, <laughs> Would you call him hockey? No. Super mascot hockey. I like Embiid because he respects Jokic. What do you guys think about that? Does does your opinion on Joel Embiid change at all because he respects Jokic how he does? No. 
uh, off the court. Like he's like a, a, you, you see him as because he's like kind of a jerk on the court. That's his persona. Yeah. And then when you see that he's actually like a measured, uh, like level-headed good guy off the court, like you're like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, when that trade comes that we were talking about earlier like i guess i'll be at peace with it but he's a heel on the court like you're supposed you're supposed to hate him i spent three months traveling through africa several years back over a decade ago and most most countries not all but most countries in africa have three television stations soap operas local soap operas televangelists and 24 7 wrestling (laughs) and it was really weird like everybody there was oh so into wrestling it's just it's like it's easy WWE? Yes, WWE wrestling it, 24-7 on TV. So I wouldn't be surprised, just knowing from my experience, Charlie, I wouldn't be surprised if that was like a huge part of like the what they consume or what you consume even in Cameroon. I've never been to Cameroon, but I wouldn't be surprised. And look, he channels a, a wrestler, right? I mean, he acts and wrestling. talks and tweets and everything Definitely. exactly like somebody that grew up watching a lot of wrestling. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. a wrestling That's heel. A this is the point. most... Interesting thing I've ever heard in my entire three, yeah. Uh, that there's wrestling on when TV. I, so all the time? I was this was back in 2007, and everywhere I went, everybody would call me John Cena. Wow, <laughs> they can't, they can't just see randomly you? like like that's John incredible. Cena, John Cena. So that's awesome. dude, not even close. I know it uh, seems a little bit racist. To yeah, was <laughs> <laughs> Mazungu or or John Cena. I kind of want Jokic to take the All Star weekend off. So well, does Jokic. He'll probably be there. <laughs> I, I mean, he's a lock to get voted in. It's, I guess it's up to him. But, I mean, I don't think guys turn down the All-Star game. Do you think he's a lock? To get voted oh, in by the yeah. coaches, oh, yeah. He'll, no get, he'll get voted in by the coaches. He won't, he won't be, a be a starter. starter no. no. Um, I think it's good. You know, it's good for Yoke to sort of – it seems like guys like Jokic when they spend time with him. Because yeah. there's, sure. like, a lot of people out there that just dislike his players, like Vince Carter tonight. But Westbrook is the ultimate. Like Westbrook tried to bully Jokic. Like they, you would guess by all accounts, they he hated Jokic. They hang out at All Star Weekend and become best buddies. I think I I'm all for Jokic getting best buddies. Well, and Jokic needs to buddy up to Giannis onto the Kumpo. Man, <laughs> he's not going. to. Why? Yeah, he's not going to. <laughs> LeBron James is out there like buying dudes as second cousins, like homes and houses and cars, and Jokic I, is just like yeah. cannot be. Do you want to play League of Legends? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think yo, I I think Yoke needs to. This is a weird take. I think Yoke needs to immerse himself in Colorado a little bit more. I think it'd be a, oh, good, it's a good thing. Take. I, can't, I can't. I think oh. first of all, it's good for a person to really immerse themselves in the culture of wherever you are. Like I always think, if I got drafted by the Charlotte Hornets as a player, like I'd be really interested to be like, what's it like to live in Charlotte? Like, yeah. what what's unique about this area? But I. I'm more curious in that way. I think Jokic is zero percent curious in that way. Yeah, I, like I, I was still mobiles. Oh, does he? Yeah. All right. I was thinking about this the other night, though. Like, um, obviously, it's not everybody's ambition and shouldn't be necessarily, but Jokic doesn't strike me as a person who wants to become an American. Sure. Oh, not, not at all. all. Not right? at all. Like, like, he doesn't, you know, like, no. Dirk, Dirk Nowitzki is American. Oh, right. He's an yeah. American. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. For all intents and purposes. But that did take Dirk a while. Yeah, but uh, he, like, early on was in movies and had bleach blonde hair and was hanging out with Steve There's Nash. also like a difference between slow to come to it and like actively rejecting it. Yeah, I, 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 I think just don't Yoke think he's in the latter. I don't I, yeah, I don't think he's that into it here to be honest. Like I don't think it's a hopeless cause. Not, and hopeless is weird because I mean I, I don't know how much of a good thing this is, but I do think there is something to like I do think Jokic would like Denver a lot more if he if he, he sort was, of seemed to care But also to. just like the NBA thing in general. Lean into the circus cuz you're in it, buddy. So yeah. go to All-Star game, have fun, meet these guys. There's a way where you can treat this where it's less of a burden and more of a privilege. Chris says there's a ton of horse culture in Colorado. Shocked Jokic doesn't embrace that. I, that's what is horse culture. This is a great, great this yeah, is exactly horse culture. That's <laughs> <laughs> a funny way to say it. We, we're steeped in horse culture. We are, right? steeped. We are yeah, steeped in horse culture. culture. But it's so true. That's the point. Like Jokic, if he wanted to, could hang out with Todd Helton and they could go and they could, you know, do steeplechases and things. Yeah. Could, like, there's a lot of horse culture that he could immerse himself in. Is Helton in. into horses? Uh, is Helton he has, also into horse yeah. culture? Oh, yeah. I think he's like Famously. a in, in farm culture, so. I guess by, farm de- culture? by default, yeah. if you're into farm culture, you're yeah, he has, a, he's a ranch. Yeah, he has a ranch. He has a ranch in northern Colorado. Oh. He was gifted a horse. It would actually be really dope if Jokic had like the Jokic ranch somewhere. That's what Denver. I'm saying. It was like oh. a big deal that he had all these horses like, can we, this beautiful property. Can we get Dreamcatcher airlifted over Nicole here? Nikola Jokic's <laughs> school of horse racing. Oh, there's like man. so much. You're right. He'd be very happy and into it. Look, there's some great horses in Colorado. Listen, not only that, like we live in the plains. That's like nice flat area for horses to run and roam. The 
a picture of the planes on our of horses on the planes oh. facing the mountains. Gorgeous image. Gorgeous. This is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Has Jokic ever seen these images? <laughs> what are we talking about? I have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about horse culture. Yeah, horse culture. Horse culture. Uh, horse culture you know. Naturally. <laughs> I don't think we have any more questions. Well, I this had, was this was honestly a great live. Yeah, yeah. we, we had live. so many. I think this has got to be our like high for, for viewers on a post game show this year. Part so. of it is because I didn't cut out the broadcast three different times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, no, thanks everybody for tuning in. These are a lot of fun. I I have a, a lot of fun doing these, especially when Jokic drops forty seven. I was just gonna say, anyone want some like bonus five minutes like Golden Globe takes or no? Yeah, yeah, I have some other takes. Is okay, Jok- <laughs> hold on. Is Jokic gonna drop? <laughs> More than 47 this year. No. At the Golden Globes? Yeah, <laughs> you don't think so? You don't think he's going to get 48, uh, 49? No. 50? Again, yeah, this, it's this, very yeah, rare for him. Are they playing so DeAndre Ayton again this year? Yeah, this game felt like a, a convergence of factors that yes. came into play where, A, they got like waxed last night by Ish Smith, the second coming of <laughs> Michael Jordan. And so it was sort of like, all right, like nobody's going to play. I'm going to play. He just came out right out of the gate and just started scoring and asserting, like, asserting his will. But he never does that. Like He always kind of like, wants everybody else so this was a bit of angry yoke yeah, yeah sometimes most of Jokic's good games have been happy yoke just like mm-hmm. you think about it a lot of his best games he's been like effing around up right there. for sure tonight he wasn't he was very it was yeah. angry an angry yeah by the way nuggets fans if you didn't know the wizards beat the celtics tonight and ish smith had like 26 and four, ish smith so. yeah. that's what i'm six man of the year the so. nuggets got ish smith like are we sure Jokic is going to make the all-star yeah. game like ish smith could easily be a write-in from the east to the west that's <laughs> a guard yo before two many people tune out we're having if you're listening in denver we're having watch our, party. Uh, a watch party thursday against the mavs wednesday wednesday, wednesday. wednesday. It's on wednesday, wednesday. Mavs, and you know bad. what else that's a great game what else yeah. is that day Jokic versus Doncic and hump and steps versus Barton. no adam's Don- birthday adam's birthday oh, no, it's we're not. celebrating it's adam's birthday close, close. <laughs> we're celebrating adam's birthday at the watch party i'm gonna make Lindsay buy a huge sheet cake uh, if you come, you can have one piece. Subscriber, all, in all seriousness, subscribers, your first round of uh, Breckenridge Avalanche is on us. And it's at Absolutely. Sports Column is that downtown. True? We yeah. should probably mention that. And make your sure you RSVP. Is on them. Wow. Not me, to be clear. Uh, beer? Not me. It's on Brennan. Yeah. Yeah. Brennan is buying the first round for everybody. <laughs> you guys yeah. are welcome. Make sure you RSVP, too, so you can win the free tickets. We've all tweeted out the link to RSVP, so just check our Twitter timelines. We'll do it again probably tomorrow. And, um, so make sure you RSVP, too. And it's so fun. These things are so fun. Like, I love... We do tailgates here. We do watch parties. Like, we want... Like, Starting we, to get a crew. We have created a company where we want people to just hang out with us. David and then K we give, says he'll be there. We give you we'll beer. see you there. Wednesday. Wednesday, not Thursday. Wednesday. Look, it's pretty... I would say it all boils down to this. Be there or be square. Oh, That's so good. Do you yeah. want to be square? Yeah. I came up with that. Get us the hell out of here. Okay, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> thanks, everybody. Yeah, thanks, Thank guys. You. That was fun. We'll do it again soon. You have a post read? Yeah. All right, before we get out of here, Total Beverage is giving the DNVR fam 30% off your purchase of $25 or more with a max discount applying up to $75. Use code DNVR2019 online or on the Total Beverage app. Total Beverage delivers to most of the metro area from Lakewood to Boulder from Aurora to Brighton, and they have the lowest price in the state. Plus, they now offer CBD products from drinks to gummies. You can enjoy CBD products on your next visit. Don't let this offer pass you by order today and receive 30% off your purchase of $25 or more with a max discount up to 75 bucks. Better yet, don't leave the comfort of your home and get it delivered. 